home. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Namaha Shivaya Gurave Namaha Shiva 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 Hare Shiva 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 so dispersed from the heart, so much caught in delusion and selfishness and projection and so on. You know? So when it's like that, um, you know, soft religion is not helping, doesn't help you. You have to be thrown into fires. You, know? you, have, to, you have to come to you have to be confronted in the heart. Because nowadays now with all the technology and the visual technology and so on, this kind of stuff, you know, I mean like people are used to seeing trickery and all kinds of stuff like that. They're kinda, of, you know, they're fascinated by Hollywood and car chases and magicians and stuff. You know, it's like they've been wowed a lot. But they're not gonna go to just gentle meditation. They need something on the level that can meet them in the kind of the hyper state that they are and can pull the carpet away. You know, not lead you gently down a step. They have, they don't. The people they don't have the the attention span yes. to go into long discourses anymore. You know, yes. and you know, sixteen steps. They don't have that. They want a slap in the face, yes. and they want something that's really, you know, they don't want it consciously, but spiritually they need it. You know. So I feel that uh, things that really hit them in the solar plexus that really confront them, not shouting at them, not shouting, because there's a big difference there, but can confront you with true wisdom and uh, true, you know, just spirit, spiritual um, presence, because that's what's not seen. Between aggression, and you have talkers, and you have all this, but it's the true presence, the presence of one who was really imbibed the the spirit of truth and who come in the name come in the name of God. You see? But not a, not a not an evangelist. I don't know. Evangelists will work also. They have their own power as well too, because you know, on every level truth is calling, you know, from the most coarse, you know, from from the most fundamental, also from the peaceful. It's calling on every level. But what we hear in the popular, in the popular listening and perceiving in the in the big stream, is uh, impatience in people, anxiety, you know, frustration, all this kind of stuff. Something has to be able to meet that, and to pull it quickly up ashore. You know, I feel like this. Good. I, um, when I was studying with a Buddhist teacher, if we were 
if you're looking at deities, then uh, there'd be like an initiation, and then you'd do mantra to sort of explore what that deity meant. But you don't, you don't do things like that. Um, but I, I feel like, I think you said that during satsang, and I, uh, so I've been trying to get a sense of what Shiva means. Actually, Shiva, the highest meaning of Shiva is just pure consciousness. That's what Shiva means. That's why he's the highest god in India in terms of what is the word of like God. The highest is uh, Shiva. Because he's the thing that brings all things back to their origin, bring them back out. The dissolution of the universe on every level is a Shiva's work. And then springing forth of them also is out of Shiva they come. You know? I mean, Shiva is actually, Shiva only lends himself to Brahma and Vishnu, actually. He's all Shiva. You know? He's the one who's sustaining everything, and he's the one who destroys everything. He's the one who gives birth. But the mind is not yet so total to appreciate these, these aspects of powers. So they give them different names. But it's all what, what I say when you talk about Shiva being, it's just the power of pure consciousness. It's like that. And uh, like on on the ground, in in you know, I mean, Shiva, like Vishnu aspect is the aspect of like, like uh, sustaining and preserving. So in in the religious expression, you know, Vishnu is all the the mantras and the temples and the, the celebrations and the bhajans and the singings and the arti and you know all of this. And the, the 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 malas and the bracelets and the, you know the 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 the, the, the markings the all of this. Shiva say, you can do all of that if you want, but you don't have to do that for me. Just love me, and uh, I destroy everything. I take everything, bring you back to yourself. He's not asking you. Just you love, love Shiva, come to Shiva, and uh, you just wipe your delusions, basically. And I, I love that. It's not giving you time to celebrate and sing and uh, dance, and, which is nice because I mean sustaining and you know continuity, continu- continuity, spiritual continuity, and preserving the world and celebrating life and. Praising the elements and you know, loving the sun and worshiping God through the waters and stuff, Shiva. When we're doing that, Shiva is sitting on the banks of the river, alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is this is the power for me of like what I call Shiva energy. Is it, not so much. Is less form. Is more formlessness for me than form. But of course, in the spiritual mythology and so on, I mean, it has to take a form because we're in just a very visual country. So, and uh, I mean, Islam also is visual, you know, but it's more visual in a different way. It's a, it's a more quiet visual, you know, it's a more, you know, it's almost like uh, Islam's art is very. Um, it's beautiful in another way. It's more quiet. It's like it's like China and Japan. 
China is more like India, very visual, very sometimes kitsch and tucky and brilliant. Japan is more simple and linear and you know quiet in some way, you know. And it's like it's like uh, Islam and uh, Sufi, you know. Sufi is also Islam, but they are more deep. Most in Islam, man cannot be equated with God. God is above. Man is uh, man is a creature, but the Sufi man is not a creature. Man is creator also. Man is with God. Man can discover God's self. In regular regular, um, you know, Islam, that would be blasphemy to even think you can even call the name of God. In and also in in uh, Judaism as well. So just on every level to suit the maturity and the temperament of each being, as far as you can go, you can never you can never transcend the supreme. You can only evolve inside it. You cannot be. You cannot reach and surpass it. You know, in every way you can go. You're only simply just a bubble in the infinite. That is Shiva for me. When a human being is really surpassed their bodily existence and uh, identity, and then they cannot be read on this world. They cannot be. They can be vain attempts to interpret. But they cannot be read. They cannot be understood. They cannot be fathomed. One has to be empty before you can even be in the in the domain of the infinite. You know, you cannot. Everything else is just some, some, another form, subtle form of the elements. Because with all these things, we can show, you know, all the inventions of Western man and all the things of man totally, and all the technology and the, the cleverness, and we go. We we like to be entertained by our own uh, creativeness, and we love it within the, our own kingdom. The creativeness, people still, oh, wow! But when God shows God's self in the human kingdom, you know, however many miracles man can do, when you feel God's presence, it's just, it's completely different from a great magician's act altogether. <laughs> You can see a great magician's acting go, Wow, how do you do that? But to meet God's presence is something that happens inside your heart. Magic cannot happen inside your heart. It's just for the mind. And human beings have to be touched like that before they really come alive. You know, and trickery cannot do it. That's the most beautiful thing. You know, you cannot simulate it. Even sometimes these people being carried around on golden thrones and power queens and stuff. It just does not do it. Because you need to have a lot of belief, a lot of belief, a lot of belief, and then somehow you can, you know, you can hack it. You know, you can sort of, you know, yeah, you know, you put your belief into it. But there are people who are touched without even belief. They don't even believe in God. They don't have nothing. But then they are touched, and they just collapse right there, the pool of water. 
this is this is the power of the supreme you see and it's this power that has to be awakened inside the heart of human beings and you won't do it hanging on to your person you just want you just want many have tried you just have to have a just such a complete dedication and and a fearlessness at least to 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 offer yourself up I'm not talking about the fearlessness to do a bungee jump. I'm talking about the fearlessness to offer yourself up, which is such a small exchange <laughs> for what replaces it. And this is the greatest challenge in the human kingdom, that humanity as a whole and billions of human beings, and the most we can do, the most we can, we can put together is a Buddha every 2,000 years. One or a Christ, you know. Every you know. I mean, every other area, astronauts, we have more. You know, heart surgeons and musicians, artists, create. I mean, too many thousands, but awakened beings. We're really, really. And and that, I mean, in my view, in my feeling. Is the highest uh, attainment of the human potential is one who is awake to the self. And we haven't mastered many, you know, considering that we are all that. This is the paradox, the great paradox. But for who? Guruji, there's fear, but I still offer myself up. Yes, that is offering. You see, because you know, I remember a story of Jesus. You know, he was inside a temple. He was in a temple, and people were coming up, and it was time to put their offering. And an old lady came, and uh, so first some some people came with money, and they put this money and they made a display of it. You know, like you know, <laughs> put this money in the basket. You know. And then a little old lady came, and she went in her waist, and she took her little, like handkerchief like this, and she opened her handkerchief, and she got a little coin, and she put it inside the basket. She shuffled out the place, and he was talking to his disciples, and he says, "To be truthful, she gave much more than he, because he gave out of his wealth, and she gave out of her poverty. You know." This is the power that if you give when it's easy to give, it's not so. Like you say, what is the big deal if you love those who love you? What's the big deal in that? But to love those who hate you, that is something. You understand? To come forward when you're afraid, that is power. To come forward when you're brave, that is no power. You see, so it's not that you know. Oh, you brave one, step forward, brave heart. No, there's people who feel I stand no chance. You know. But because I believe in him, I go, and they go, and they say, "This, this is the one I want." You see, this is amazing how life is when you see people who um, 
I don't know. Something's touched me very deeply. Acts of kindness when I see people who who sacrifice their own comfort for someone else. I see that, even though sometimes it's deluded, you know. You understand? But it's still love. I was watching this thing we were watching the other day with the, with the basketball player. Yeah. And uh, his mother, she offered up, you know, the light money because they're poor. The money that they put to have light in the house, they have to put coins in. All the money she saved up from that, she offered up so that he could have the shoes to play to play basketball. You know, the whole the whole house is going darkness for one month, so that he could have the shoes that he needed to play basketball. Turned out to be one of the greatest uh, players, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say that is that is beautiful. But you do this for the one you love. You do this for the one that you that you is your own child. Would you do it for another one? And one of the most powerful things I know about is a woman in the states. Her son innocently was walking on a street in some place in New York or some place. No, I think it was not New York. I think it was like in California. And uh, this guy just came by and just shot him. Like seemingly for no reason, just shot the boy, killed the boy. And he went to prison. This young man, whose heart seemed so hard, got prison. And the mother went to prison and started to visit him in prison. First she started to ask him, Why did you do this? Like, why did you kill my son? And she kept going all the time to ask him, Why did you do that? Because you don't know him, he hasn't done you. Why did you do this? And when she saw how much how poor he was in himself, she started to care for him. And um and then she, she, she took care of him, she wrote him letters, she took care of him. And then when he was released from prison, she campaigned for him. When he was released from prison, she took him as her own son. And moved she moved into her house to stay in her son's room, she says. And she's not she was not crazy. <coughs> she said, You took my son. I take you as my son. That's the best I can do. Otherwise I'm going to hate you. So That for me is something I've not seen anything like that. That type of strength, that that depth of forgiveness and love, and you know, I'm moved by that. Shiva, 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 Hare. The feet that I bow to Your emptiness Is my home Om Namah Shivaya